All right, let me try. There we go. Oh, nice. <laughs> I look like a fatter Chris Evans from the Gray Man. <laughs> Less Ted Lasso. Mm. <laughs> there's a oh, what huh? movie is it? Oh, there's a there's a the guy from Ted One, the bad guy from Ted One. Oh, I love that guy. He was in Sneaky Pete. That, you look like that great, guy. Great show. I gotta, I gotta rewatch. I definitely not his body fat. Although I was shocked to see that I lost the fat in my neck first. I guess it was a nice mm. surprise. Uh, <laughs> it'll be might have to do a before and after compared to the beginning of the Grace and Frankie video. Yeah. <laughs> As you might have guessed, total lie about the uh, about the camera. <laughs> Just wanted to. Gals, I'm Brian. And I'm Brad. And now's the time for the spoiler review of a happy death day to you. I forgot what exactly because these this is like the first time we're doing spoiler free and spoiler on different days. So I kind of forget the first thing I want to touch on, but I guess the first thing I will say is there's a mid-credit scene. And I say that because I've had these movies in my life for like three years and I didn't know until like three weeks ago. <laughs> so our mid credit sequence chunk yeah. of movie. It's not quite uh it's a lot meatier than the Marvel post and mid credit scene. Although a lot less Henry Cavill. And now I'm referencing Black Adam. Uh, I was going to say um, that's DC, but you know, not not a big deal. I'm not going to not here to spoil your parade. <laughs> that, that's Marvel why I continued. The, Henry Cavill, not the that's, same. that's why I continued the sentence because <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that is a uh, you could draw that conclusion." And yeah, <laughs> um, you said you had notes. Anything you want to dive into first? Um, for me, I think one of the big things is that this movie to me lacks like a real bad person, real bad, per- like a villain or something like that. Where the first one we had the, um, Roommate. you know, the guy in the, yeah, the guy in the baby mask, which turns out to, um, uh, but then this movie don't really have that. Um, then maybe you could say like, maybe the Dean is kind of like the bad guy through this movie. Because he's trying to like deactivate the the thing, um, maybe like the first um, what was his name, Adam or whatever the his roommate, um, the Adam two or whatever his name was, the his roommates, <laughs> his roommates um, alternate dimension when you could see him for the first time. I mean, maybe he's the bad guy. I mean, I don't. So for me, it just it lacks a direction. I feel like this movie runs in so many ways, in so many directions, and it's not forward. <laughs> it's and uh, the, the roommate's name is uh, Ryan. I, I uh, can't so remember close. what you said. Okay. Adam. Um, yeah, actually, on a first watch, that was one of the things that I didn't. It, it didn't feel like a plot hole or a miss, uh, an unresolved thread was his version coming back and trying to kill him after that one time. So that is, uh, I'll wait till the end to get into all my fantasies and ideas about third one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm thinking a nice dinner, maybe a movie and no different kind of fantasy with the movie specifically. But 
Now, thought you were um, asking me on a date. I was confused. Uh, I don't. I don't have the gall. Uh, I, I could never. <laughs> somebody, somebody, is it getting hot in here? Somebody, uh, my AC actually is fucking up. <laughs> Damn it! I look shiny. I was putting a lot of moisturizer on my face after the shave. Ugh. Okay. Um, if anyone's wondering why on the video versions, I'm going as Ted Lasso. It's two days before Halloween, and yeah. <laughs> so go check out the video version if you're listening to the, the audio version of this. Yes, if I upload the video version. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, one thing I really, really loved about this, I'll say, is on a, this latest rewatch, seeing the character consistencies. Like, it would have been easy to just shuffle things up and make it like a. Oh yeah, that that uh, quote unquote mean girl um, from the last one is suddenly with her boyfriend and this other and that's it. But we ended up getting the twist of her cheating with the guy that she was so had googly eyes for in the first one, and um, yeah, I should have wrote down notes. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> So, I mean, we do get some resolution, but I mean, I feel like this movie just runs and runs sideways. It's like um, there's an alligator alligator chasing you, and you've got to run side. You got to do zigzags so the alligator can't catch you. It's kind of <laughs> the way this movie feels. Um, it wants to be for me. It wants to be so many different things. It wants to be a sci-fi movie. It wants to be a horror movie. It wants to be Groundhog's Day Part Two. It just for me, it, it didn't connect on any of them. Hmm. But, yeah, I will say I did like I did like the revelation of why the loop happened and then getting creative with the multiverses of how to get her back into the loop. I thought that was cl- clever, you know, yeah. uh, maybe not satisfying, but instead of it just being like one year later and then what I'm back in the loop, <laughs> how, you know, I would I would assume you know, the the thing I was thinking about when we were doing the uh, non-spoiler review was we could have just continued on with the same formula and done nine of these and done Saw and did it. We're like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen since Happy Death Day to you where they did exactly the same. And now it's how many people are having loops <laughs> and it could have been driven into the ground. So I actually appreciate that it tried something new, even if it didn't work for most people, I guess, based on the review. Um yeah. And uh the main actress this this went into uh spoilerish territory. The main actress said that she would actually love in like 20 years doing a um uh like the new Halloween with oh why am I Jamie J- no Jamie Lee Curtis is that Why am I blanking on her name? Um, yeah. she's yeah. okay. I was say her, she's pretty famous and in a lot of Halloween type movies. No, I mean like her returning to the franchise so much, so many years later. She was like, "I'd be down for that." And then after seeing that po- that mid credit scene, I was just like, "Oh, but that would ruin everything about it." Like, well, how could you justify having done a new loop and then twenty years later you've aged? Like, ah, oh, just there'd have to be concessions made. But 
Yeah, so we go through this. We get the new next day. One important thing I want to point out now because it comes into the first thing that Richard pointed out to me that I mentioned to you on our first watch, but um, Ryan sees this tuba player the day after. No, the day after? Yeah. Wait. So we, we oh yeah because he had to day. sleep so because yeah. he had to sleep two days in a row right because uh, they were making out at the end of the movie he's like get out he's like oh no um but wait I'm actually forgetting now whatever there's a tuba player someone comes out and says shut up and oh no all right sorry I'm <laughs> And anyway, all the way at the end of the film, I'll just jump to it. We, when it's the next day and she's gotten out of the loop, we hear that same thing in the background and I didn't notice it, but Richard did. So my theory is that she's in yet another alternate timeline and she doesn't realize yet because, you know, uh, the groundhog day movies have to be so deliberate that I, and with the opening logos and stuff, I actually am going to just trust this director enough to not chalk that up to an accidental oversight because it's a, it's kind of essential to the, to yeah. the uh, gimmick. Um, but yeah. yeah. And what's your next note? <laughs> <laughs> um, my next note here. Um, that I compared this movie to Groundhog's Day, Back to the Future 2, and it tried to be funny and still like on a scary-ish note. So I put um, it also kind of felt like an, like Evil Dead 2 where it was trying to be it was trying to be serious but not serious at the same time. As in both of those movies failed or you saw what it was going for and it came up short because I know yeah, I'm go- assuming what, what it was going for and it came up short. Gotcha. Um, I will say one improvement on this is those death transitions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like what the, but in the first movie, and I'm just thinking about this now in the first movie, wasn't she like close to like actually dying? Like she felt like she was going to actually die for real because of she was sustaining injuries. And then in this movie, she does it again another five times, another six times goes through that day and, and dies. I, so she, I uh, didn't they, make, they make, they make reference of it um, when she's in the hospital. Yeah, they're like, oh, you you should be dead, and she's like, yeah, I know, I I, I can feel I don't have many times left or whatever. Yeah, she said, uh, what was it in the hot? Nine it was times the, for the first one. It, I yeah, I didn't count the deaths. I'll say that, but I remember her. It was uh, yeah, she quoted the hospital from the first one. Like, you can't explain my things, blah blah. I know the last time we saw it, she was like, I don't know how many times are left, and they never really established. Like that there is, you know, there's no one who did it before that was like, this was my 23rd time. And then it stopped and like, must be 23. Um, so I I guess I'd ha- really have to just go back to both and count the number of times and maybe be like, all right, which, what kind of deaths are the worst? Is a splat just to your really, like you kind of come back? Does a yeah, good does, carving um... of the heart leave? Jumping out of an an airplane without a parachute. uh, (laughs) I need Vin Diesel to do this math because he's the person who does math about meaningless (laughs) shit. Like a punch is two points through a window is five. (laughs) At the end of this, I've got to win. 
<laughs> uh oh. I see that lean. I don't know what the color of lean is. <laughs> oh, it is just purple. I bet I bet it's water with one of those sugar free packets kind of things. It is. Definitely. Yeah. Is. <laughs> um Yeah, I I'm I think I'm more buzzing about talking about the possibilities of three than two right in this moment but yeah i mean kind of wrapping up some of the thoughts i mean like it felt like there were so many loose ends this movie and it feels like we didn't get resolutions to them so which is kind of why i complained in the spoiler free section was that like it felt like in a bubble this movie was terrible i say if you connected the first one it makes it a little bit better but i mean i think without a third movie that this movie is just terrible i mean it's i feel like it's a filler movie in between kind of gapping the bridges and setting up a, a franchise versus the first one where it was like okay well here's a cool idea it's a cool movie and now they're like okay that went that went pretty well let's let's kind of backtrack and let's make a franchise out of this let's make a trilogy out of this yeah and i think this is the movie that they needed to spark that because from here you can go anywhere but I feel like in this movie in particular, it just didn't answer enough questions. I mean, left so many holes. I mean, it just, it kind of felt like if, if you didn't get, like, it kind of felt if, um, what's the movie? Interstellar. Yes, Interstellar. If they didn't explain everything to you at the end, and just like after he comes back and sees his daughter and just ends the movie there, you'd be so lost. You know, this, that whole movie would just suck. Um, I never saw it, so I'm still lost. <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> so if you just like cut out all the parts of like the, them explaining everything and um, just cut, cut the movie off when he came back from the plants and saw his daughter was basically dying in her bed, um, you it, it would kind of feel like that where you're like, I don't understand where this movie's going, where it's coming from, what it's trying to tell me, and then the movie kind of explains everything after that. But that's kind of how this movie feels. It just so many empty holes, so many directions that this could have gone and. It just didn't answer any questions. But pre- it's going to do a great job setting up future movies. Uh, uh, in order to make this joke, I'm just going to fact check myself. But I do remember that Christopher Nolan got on uh, Interstellar. It was like a project that started without him, and he came on and then co. Yep, he co-wrote it with his brother. Uh, so basically, what you're saying, if it is, if it cut off with no explanation, it would be a modern day Christopher Nolan film that he wrote alone. Because that man seems to be closer and closer to being Damon Lindelof every day. <laughs> Just like, like, what's the point of Tenet? Fuck you. Figure it out. <laughs> what's the point of Memento? There is no point because we're going to stop it 10 minutes before the end of the movie. <laughs> See, that? that's, yeah, I won't be too hard on that. But because I wasn't jaded back then. But no, um, see. I guess, hmm. Yeah, the most consistent killer through the film is the husband and wife. Uh, It had the very stupid, but I guess necessary for the plot. Uh, The one part where I'm like, oh, God, it was uh, the shooting his wife. wife. (laughs) It's like, I want a divorce. Like, it sounds cool on a one watch. And it's like, oh, no, really? You just we got to deal with one of them (laughs) for the other one um, uh, to be beaten. But 
What is it? I, I, ooh. Okay, I know what I want to talk about. I love how Tree took these chances to really remix her relationship with people. Her roommate, who's not a, an asshole in this film. Her mother, when she got to see her again. Um, the dad, I love the dad. He, I, I think, I think uh, you sparked something here. Um, I think the best part of this movie was her dealing with the relationship with her mother. And you can see like she was so excited for it at the beginning, like in tears to get to relive and get to be in a world where she wanted her mother. And to the point where she was like, no, 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 I want to stay in this. Basically, I want to stay in this timeline. But then her mother, after like spending those days with her mom and her mom was like, oh, don't you remember that we did this and this and this? And she's like, no, I don't remember. And she slowly started to realize that she didn't belong in that timeline. So, I mean, that was that was a cool thing to watch her deal with the movie or deal with that side of things with her mom and everything to be so happy that's something she's always wanted because her mom died when she was little and then to have her and then realize, but I don't really belong with her because we have all these memories together, but I don't remember any of them because I didn't actually go through them. So it was, that, that was cool to watch her go through that, that um, arc. Yeah. W- would you, I guess, would you say that the central conflict is more of like, I've literally never seen this movie. So <laughs> <laughs> but, but I've heard it. I've heard it enough. Would you say the central conflict is more of a Sophie's choice for her, where it's between her mother and her boyfriend or her romantic life? I guess. And I don't know. I've never seen Sophie's choice. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Sophie's choice, as far as I do, you know, are you just being a smarmy? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently, Sophie's choice is a mother has to choose which of her children she's will live and die. It's like a fucked up. So it's literally like almost an impossible decision. Well, I hope it's an impossible decision in that movie. Never seen it or that story. Uh, But in this one, like, would you say the central conflict is truly which, which reality she'll choose, which person that she fell in love with? I mean, movie fell in love with, with first dude, although he was pretty heroic in spots. Uh, So, there's that, but uh, would you say that's the central conflict and the killers and the multiverse is like the structure or the ornamentation around it? It doesn't make it better. Uh, it still sounds like a messy script, and it's, I, mean, I, I will admit it's messy. Yeah, I mean, this movie, I would say, yeah, it does come down to Tree's decision on whether or not to stay in that in that universe and try and figure everything out from there and stay there or go back to her universe, which is where she belongs. Um, yeah, I would say that's probably like the, the, the biggest focal point of this movie, I guess. I mean, that's, that's what, that's what ultimately drives her to want to stay through whatever. And then realizing, no, she can't. So, I mean, that's kind of the, that's what's pushing the plot along, I guess. But <laughs> And you know what? One other thing I really love about this film and the last one, I I guess this will factor into that, but I really love that they didn't do the cheap thing of making like the dad some dick, you know, like she lost the good parent. Uh, I mean, even to the point where when she asks if she can uh, spend some just girl talk with mom, he not one second. He's like, whatever you need to say, you can say, he doesn't even, he's just like, yeah, I'll just 
literally fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he goes and gets the birthday cake. So instead of doing work email or calls, but he's like, yeah, sure. And just, and like all the shit that she went through saying like, we need to leave or like we need to not go to the hospital and stuff and seeming pretty erratic. Her parents are, you know, they, they ask when they need to, the mother asks if she's pregnant kind of need to ask that question i get it but neither one is like doing the uh either the stubborn real thing in real life that some parents might do or in the horror movie we're like no you need to explain to me and we're not gonna move one inch until and then you know do that shit uh is your second producer okay in the background yes <laughs> okay <laughs> um so I like that. It could have been so easy to be like, uh, or to even make it a more difficult decision. I mean, it truly would have, I think, made it a more difficult decision to be like, ah, oh, my dad's a dick. Am I going to really trade a, a possible relationship with my mother to go back to just a dick father? <laughs> yeah. And I like that it. Again, it's like Tag or Guardians of the Galaxy Two or all this stuff. I really love just putting extra work into characters. Um, kind of the reason I think the main reason I'm not hugest, the biggest fan of black Adam. I really, I enjoyed it a lot more on second watch, but that feels like uh, if you have a mug and it's like, uh, bear, this is a drink. This qualifies like one inch from the bottom where I just like when it overflows a little bit with character. Um <laughs> I like a messy, I like a messy character drink. Just get it everywhere. Get it all over my to quote Kevin Smith face, neck and chest. I don't know. Is that a, a quote? Uh, now that my hair is smaller, I can't keep it in control. It's, it's getting not, it's getting out of line. Um, also speaking of Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. um, there was another, there's a Kevin Smith movie that also confuses Helen Keller and Anne Frank as a joke. I was I was gonna say I was literally in the that Kevin Smith fan club. I was like I was watching a YouTube video or something. I can't remember, but someone did that, and they are so clearly just making references to Clerks too. And there was another reference near the end that I can't remember. That was a different film. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and I think they both use the same character the um, the the woman who said uh, called Tria Biatch in the last one. And dating her now boyfriend. Um, also, very cute in the beginning when she, he was like, very respect. I mean, it's one day they've known each other in his world. He's like, oh, we're, I'm not her boyfriend. He's like, You're not? I'm like, am I? It was so, <laughs> I was just like, oh, it's so cute. Um, so you, you did the, you pulled on those heartstrings. I'm sure it was an easy task, but you did it well. Um, yeah. Um she got must have gotten really, really good at science or really, really good at memorizing things. I was gonna say Because I mean, I don't know think I can memorize I you would have to like half learn, half memorize. Yeah, that's there's no way, way you're there's no way you're remembering those problems all that without it, without a little bit of both. In a universe with multiverses, doppelganger, time doppelgangers, and uh, death days, 
that is the most unrealistic thing. <laughs> no, I mean, not even kidding. Just like give, give that board and give me 10 hours to memorize it to a T like that. I could do it in my sleep. No, no, yeah. you, can't, you can't have a full day of testing and get me to memorize uh, that so bravo to tree she must have a great yeah memory. and have a full day of doing everything else and trying to solve everything else and yeah yeah the, it would be one thing if it was literally like memorize this base program this base code and there's this one thing that we change so she could be like okay zero to 1300 inter uh whatever plug-in number blah 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 then then that'd be one thing but it's yeah, but it's literally oh. like a giant equation. It's just like, and it takes up half a whiteboard to do, and, <laughs> and then it takes them forever to program it and everything too. So yeah, um, what was the okay? So let's see, we have uh, Ro- repeat Ryan killing himself so that the multiverse doesn't, so that he can save Doctor Strange in the multiverse of madness. Yep. Um, we got. Okay, uh, can I guess your biggest eye roll in the film? Um, well, yeah, you can, but I mean, it's already happened. Oh, we already talked about it? Then I will yeah. be wrong. I am blind. Can you help me, Jean-Mapel? <laughs> no, my biggest eye roll is the, um, well, I wanted a divorce. Pow! I was just like, <laughs> I figured that would be, that might be a s- smaller eye roll because it's just that one instant, whereas the slapsticky nature of the French, the fake French, fake blind thing was like five minutes. No. And I'm just like, oh, if any scene sticks out like a sore thumb to uh, to a uh, not insane viewer like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably it. Um, great that they didn't drop threads. Like if they didn't have that killer or that prisoner come back, I would have been like, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a secret. Yeah. I can get everybody back. Whatever. It's not yeah. a big deal. Uh, it's literally not a big deal. <laughs> Although it does come quite literally. But it does uh, bring a, quite the badass line. What what was her roommate's name? Lori or something? Let's pretend it's Lori for a second. Lori, oh, get boy. down! <laughs> oh, what's happening? <laughs> like perfect action movie timing <laughs> to save her. But let's see, um, what do you think of the the purpose of the skydiving death? <laughs> I just, mean, I, I was just there for the pictures. I'm there's it served absolutely no purpose outside of just to be stills in a trailer or whatever, just to kind of hook people. I, I mean, I, the the for her coming down in slow motion and flicking them off while they're making out. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not the biggest uh, reason, but I was like, all right, well, you're making it a little funnier. Adding a little bit, but but then to have her in a bikini skydiving, I mean, just it was just yeah, that, yeah. The the outfit is definitely the um the the thing I rolled my eyes at in the trailers years and years ago, but I <laughs> I just thought that was so kitschy and silly. It it tickled my my funny bud uh, that 
very deformed funny bone that no other human being has. No other rational. <laughs> it's, it's been it's been hit a few times and it's misshapen. I was bullied a lot in my funny bone. That doesn't. I don't know what that means. Good luck under trying to figure that one out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> English sentences, uh, communications. That's what I'm good at. But. All right. Anything else you want to talk about before I just gush with my stupid ideas for the third one? Run it. I'm ready. So one, I think if they truly wanted to get someone who deserved it in that universe to be stuck in the loop, it would 100% have to be the teacher. Like that's the actual person who deserves. Which teacher? The, the, the doctor? <laughs> The t- uh, yes, the doctor who's sleeping with his young students, cheating on his wife. In one dimension, he's killing them. In the other dimension, he's gaslighting them. Uh, put him, put them in there. What did yeah. you say? I was just saying, sleeping with his students. Yeah, the the person they do put in the time loop in the mid credits uh, scene. It, I mean, as, she, as like patient zero. Yeah, she is as guilty as Ben Affleck and Gone Girl, as in. She is a mediocre partner who cheats on their partner. <laughs> uh, and even in Gone Girl, I'd say at least as far as we know, the marriage was dead before that happened. Um, so I hope if there is a third one that part of the way through as she grows and matures, because I'm sure she would if she's going through that, just like Tree did. I mean, I, I want to just compliment the first one i thought it was a stroke of genius to make tree an actual asshole in the first one yeah uh, and not uh not most movie assholes who just don't tip the uh, a homeless person on the, you know that's usually the amount of character growth it's like uh well i'll pretend I'd, uh as opposed what i mean is normally they're a nice enough person but they're just slightly nicer by the end um I think she would grow and I hope that tree would grow and be like, Oh shit. I was still being kind of a mean girl. You're just, I think tree would use this language. I can totally hear your candy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited to find out what flavor it is. Um, I think she would in her own uh, vernacular would say, Oh, you're just a bitch. (laughs) Like you're not an, you're not a murderer. (laughs) I just thought you were kind of a bitch. My bad. I was kind of a bitch for putting you in there. Um, I would never say that about them. <laughs> I'm just being accurate to the characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and then, you know, multiverse shit would go crazy. I'm guessing there'd be less horror. And I would actually super be into seeing like Ryan try to kill the other Ryan, like see it from his perspective of being the murderer. Maybe the first time he tries, he fails because he just literally can't stomach it, but then it gets worse and worse. So he comes back, we see the one that happens and then figure out the third option. That would be a big revelation in the film, you know? Yeah. Um, but, and also DARPA is like really fucked up in real life. Sometimes like legitimately, there was a, is, is that was, like a real thing? I thought that was just like a made up thing. DARPA, um, if unless I'm talking out of my ass, I got this from uh, Adam Ruins Everything or one of his, I think his Netflix show, actually. Cool Netflix show with Adam Levine. No, not Adam Levine. Adam Conover. And DARPA invented Siri. Not even kidding. They sold it to Apple. 
but they also developed mustard gas and all kinds of like, it's just a government uh, facility where they uh, do like R and D essentially. It's just a melting pot for new technologies. So they can, they've invented stuff that's make Apple billions and billions of dollars and DARPA is, and DARPA is funded by taxpayer money, I believe. Uh, So they, but it's a wide breadth of like, Okay, that makes sense. And whoa, why? Why would you do that? Um, so a- actually putting a college student in a time loop to figure out science, a little more directly maniacal than maybe mustard <sighs> gas, because at least in that case, you're not seeing the person you're torturing. It's technically not torture. I just make the scalpels. I don't cut the person. Uh, it's a little <laughs> more evil, but I was like, holy shit. I know things now. I have knowledge in my brain. I would have, uh, I, I didn't know about DARPA until like that Netflix show with Adam. Yeah, I, I didn't know until now. I just assumed it was like um, shield or whatever. Just kind of like a yeah. fit for movie. <laughs> Especially when you say it was like the def- um, def- defense advanced research projects agency. Oh, is like, that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the website right now. Uh, castles to fortify computer networks, um, adapting proposals to use AI to train agents to counter cyber threats. Um, I've got this like cool manta ray, um, like underwater thing, underwater, like scuba thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. To quote, um, uh, oh, what was I going to quote? Fuck me. Oh, to quote the first episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. Do you know why it's called that? Yeah. Someone really wanted to call uh, us to be called S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> it just sounded, you're, whatever words you just said for DARPA, they're already out of my brain because it just sounded like mushed up nonsense. Just a bunch of buzzwords like uh, She-Hulk, Woke, Twerk, Libtard, <laughs> Cry, Cry Babies. That'll make a million views, baby, with the right thumbnail. <laughs> and this will make a, a million horrifying government projects <laughs> with the right funding. Uh, I, and now I really want to check out. I don't know why I didn't. I want to check out if DARPA was actually involved in the making of Happy Death Day to you. That'd be that'd be super interesting. I can't imagine that. Well, I guess they have like a thread and like a look like a a forum kind of section. But the the reason I wonder is because um, you know, in order to use jets and stuff, but that's different because that you're actually using jets and being allowed to fly them around. You need military uh, uh, conf- approval for your script. You can't open it with, you know, uh, uh, to use Iron Man because that was the first MCU movie that did use military involvement. You can't have Iron Man, uh, the movie open with Iron Man jizzing on the military uh, book or whatever, you know, learn and be like, (laughs) that's what you deserve. I'm the hero. Boom. (laughs) Um, They wouldn't approve it. All right. So when I searched there, oh, It, this is from an article from the rap called here's why the plot of happy death day to you makes no sense. And the thing highlighted for was DARPA involved in happy death day to you. It just says, see happy death day to you is a, has a bonus mid credit scene in which all the main characters are rounded up by DARPA. So doesn't, uh, no answers. 
but yeah. might be a might be a uh, article that you you'll love. <laughs> uh, if I had thought ahead, I would have got found this and got some choice quotes for us to laugh at. But oh oh, also the fact that near the end of it, when she was about to go home, the the campus director comes a day early. Like, no, this isn't so clearly. Yeah, he comes at an earlier time or whatever. Yeah, on that last one, because they were going to be totally in the clear. So truly, like, there is something that all this time looping is affecting and rippling out throughout the multiverse that we're just not seeing yet. So that's why that and the uh, thread of Killer Ryan um, not being resolved, that's what those things helped me think that the uh, tuba practice, whatever at the end of the film uh, was not unintentional. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think there's, they can make a, about a million movies of these now from here on out. I mean, if they wanted to, because they can just focus <laughs> just on everybody's, everybody's day. And, you know, if they want to move forward a day or two, they could, they definitely could make a new scenario that would fit their needs. Um, but yeah, having what, having her, fraternity or sorority leader um, be basically patient zero on all this. I mean, it just makes it easy. I mean, from here on out, I mean, like you said, you could do the Ryan ones, you could do tree again, you could do her new boyfriend, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you could do her roommate who tried to kill her in one universe, tries to save her in another universe. And yeah, you could just make a million of these movies from here on out if you wanted to. Yeah. Not recommended. I actually, yeah, even me, I wouldn't want a million of them. I just want my my trilogy box set. <laughs> and what's, just what's four movies box set? Quadrilogy? Quad? Yeah, I think so. Quadrilogy? Quad? I don't know. Um, yeah, I I kind of just want to watch this movie again right now. <laughs> I, I, I kind of don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Uh, let's see the, we had some adorable sidekicks. Yeah. The churro guy. And these were like uh, $2 at the, at the thing. <laughs> it's perfectly good churro. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, like I said, there's many different ways they can go about this now. Um, they introduced a couple new people that are relevant, but not really that relevant. Um, I think from, I think, you know, DARPA or whatever, will be more involved in the next one. It'll be more of a military thing, but, uh, <laughs> yes. And God, I just, yeah, I want to see wild worlds. <laughs> just create, I want to see a whole paint world. Like, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh, um, gotcha. I was like, I was thinking like free guy. I'm like, eh. uh, what, is, what was it? Oh, I also realized on this rewatch that this movie gave the entire idea for everything everywhere all at once. Because when Ryan is coming in, before he comes into the bedroom, he passes a door with big ass googly eyes next to it. And he's Asian. No. <laughs> boom that's the whole plot now um although i i, I was but, like holy shit that would be pretty cool if I, it I like was, their multiverse 
But I liked their multiverse because it meant something. The everything everywhere all at once. Yes. Yeah. It, it came to a conclusion where this just feels loose threads. There was a, a very specific reason for everywhere, everything everywhere all at once. And it was very well explained at the end of the movie. I mean, obviously that was one movie versus this one's going to be has to have at least another one. So it'll be three. Yeah. But um, at least everything everywhere all at once had a very specific meaning and a very ex- eccentric reason for, you know, every manipulation of that timeline. Blumhouse, what are you doing? You're making me turn into I'm I'm realizing listening to you, Brad, that they're making me turn into like uh, toxic Snyder fans where I'm like, <laughs> ah, you know, I believe that there's a payoff. I believe there is. And I, but I can't, if I was a toxic uh, Zack Snyder fan and I'm stressing toxic, please. Um, if you struggle with, never mind. Uh, uh, where I, if I was toxic, I'd just be like, Brad, you're wrong. You don't understand. There is a plan. We just have to wait. And it's genius. I, believe I mean, there, there probably is a plan. I, 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 I'm but fairly that, confident yeah. that there's a plan to this. It's just we haven't got there yet, and it, it makes us oh, yeah. super messy in a bubble. Yeah, that's why I want to direct it at Blubhouse, because they're the ones fucking it up. I want either Brad to be right and be like, oh, geez, man, I was really hoping the third one would pay it off, but it was it was the opposite of Clerks 3 for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or us both be him have, uh, I don't know, skunky jointy for two. And we have edible. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, um, I hope I hope this movie comes out soon. I mean, the, obviously, there's no no release window yet. So, I mean, obviously, it's not going to be anytime in the next six months or so. But um, hopefully, maybe by summer next year, we have a third movie and we can. Oh, they've officially Blum. Uh, Jason Blum has officially said that's on the back burner, and. And I don't know how uh, how they are because uh, in terms of being criticized by their artists, because I saw that the director of Happy Death Day to you, he uh, freaky got a dual release in theaters and on uh, digital Peacock or something like that. But it was right in the beginning of the pandemic. So relatively speaking, so it bombed pretty hard. And when Halloween ends did the same thing and it didn't have a huge box office he went on twitter and it's like studios need to stop fucking do the doing this to try to prop up their shitty streaming services <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like yo preach because i you know i bet i would hope you had some back end on the box office and maybe you got screwed out of that and it's just not enough to you're not uh i mean because who is you're not James Gunn level where you can actually sue them and be like, yeah, give me my fucking money, motherfucker. Like you owe me. <laughs> or uh, I guess Gal Gadot is more accurate because when uh, the HBO Max thing with Wonder Woman 2 happened, they were like, you're going to pay me some fat bills. Um, so I hope uh, Blumhouse is, a, is nice in terms of yeah. that. Okay, I get it, producer. I'll wrap things up. I know I I speak slowly when my brain is farting. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I don't know. If there was was a Kickstarter tomorrow, I'd back it. I don't know. Maybe like 
at most 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but uh, I want it. You're not going to get it. But I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm with you though. I'm, I, I, as a consumer, I enjoy, you know, paying $5 a month that I can watch like a brand new movie every so often. Um, on, on what? Oh, Peacock. Is like that Peacock. Peacock yeah, comes? I think it's like five ninety nine or something like that. Peacock's doing enough. the community movie, you know? Maybe. Yeah. <gasps> no, it doesn't have that much of a fan base. I was like, maybe Peacock could do a direct to streaming Happy Death Day to us, but guess not. <laughs> <laughs> but that that would probably piss off the director even more. Yeah, I mean, especially if he's already made comments like that already. I mean, that's. I think a direct to a direct to DVD might be um, <laughs> not fly so well with him. Yeah, and like I don't know, Freaky wasn't. I've already said I didn't find Freaky as great as uh, the first Happy Death Day, um, but yeah, that's got to be frustrating when you've got a vision, um, and. I trust that the director didn't do the Nolan thing and push it out early. <laughs> Cause again, not that kind of sway <laughs> when, yeah. when it's Nolan complaining about the theatrical experience. I'm like, you're kind of an idiot, dude. <laughs> <You're> li- <laughs> there is no vaccine and you're literally like die for my movie. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to get behind that. That went over the line for me. <laughs> I can't. Now he just sounds ridiculous to me uh, about everything, but the same, so I will say I'm being a hypocrite. I'm not treating everyone the same in terms of their complaints. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I kind of want to check out some of the other stuff that these cast members have been in. I know that one of the titles that you mentioned for the actress who plays tree, I heard it wasn't great. So I've been nervous to watch that, but yeah, this is just a, um let's see let me ask you this were there any uh because i was just going to say that and claim it for both of us but i don't know if you'd agree are there any cast members that you in these films even in the second one i know it's it didn't doesn't work um but are there any cast members that you were like "Ooh, no not doing a great job or is it more like Mm. everyone did the job well it just wasn't a great script yeah, I think everybody did fine. I don't think there's anybody that stuck out to me. I mean, I think Tree definitely holds up this movie. I think she's a fantastic actress. But I don't think there's anybody that did a bad job or anybody that's in my mind that stuck out as like, mm, um, you're kind of phoning this in. But I mean, no, I think everybody played their role well. I don't think there's anything acting-wise that I would think was bad. Nice. Okay, so Valley Girl was the one I heard was all right. Uh, there's a boy kills world coming in 2023, which doesn't make me think she's the main at. Nope. It's Bill Skarsgård. It seems uh, everyone should see barbarian. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to say about this one. Um, bring us the, bring us the payoff. <laughs> What give, give the third one. Give us the third movie. Give us the payoff. 
Oh, that was truly what I thought it would be. It would be like she starts going in a loop. It's happy death day to us. So maybe more than one person can die if they're actually like doing a, I guess maybe they'd have to do an inception type thing where they could tap into uh, the loop. Somehow they have to be involved. You know, you can't just have her in a loop and be like, well, go about your day. And just in 24 hours, you'll be back in DARPA yesterday. Thanks. I mean, I guess you could. But I think it would be far more interesting to bring a bunch of people, and it is Happy Death Day to us. Uh, have them have multiple people be able to kill, get killed. Uh, some, and then one of the first, maybe they're like the antagonists that they start uh, experiencing, or whoever the babyface killer is, is them from the future trying to stop them because they see how messy it is, and then as they succeed past that uh they start seeing it get messier they start trying to kill themselves they realize that wait this is a futile effort because we can see it but uh they still try because they have had things change so just because they saw that it happened one way doesn't mean that it won't happen the next so that's why they actually try again and complete complete that loop because the logical thing would be like well we know we succeed, so let's not waste time on that. Um, and then as it just keeps getting worse and worse, uh, you know, Ryan tries killing himself. Uh, maybe each one of them try that a little bit. Maybe not too much because there was a big complaint in It Chapter 2 that each person having their, each character having a 10-minute horror sequence to themselves was getting too repetitive. But then eventually it just uh, ends up and then I don't know what the third option is. The the one option is, or you know, you know what I mean. How there's always that option that we've never considered that suddenly presents itself. We'd have to have some uh, surprise option near the end and happily ever ever after kind of deal. Or things are better now. Um, everyone's more mature instead of in, including the cheating lady. Uh, uh, one of the character uh, continuities that I thought was clever was, or not clever, but I just appreciate it, was the guy that she cheated with. Where he's like, huh, three way. She's like, <laughs> um, his shower was broken. It's like, no, my shower is fine. And that harkens back for me to the uh, weird sex dance lights and shit in the first one. I was like, <laughs> oh, he's still an idiot. Good, good. Um, and the one guy still gay. <laughs> I loved that. I was like, that's one. If I was like not coming back, cause it's, it's a look. It's yeah. literally like, Hey, can you come for a whole day? I mean, he does get paid for a week's work based on, uh, uh, unions. But, but again, that might be a reason for the producers to be like, just cut it. It's fine. Uh, and, but yeah, I, I really like that. Uh, was it this movie or the last movie where she yells at him and said, Oh, it's this movie when she goes back into her loop. That's the, I, I like that. She apologized after I think, but she sees him. She, she just goes, you're gay. Yeah. And I'm like, I see why you're there. And if you didn't apologize running, like running away from him, I would be like, dick move <laughs> not okay you gotta forgive her or uh not forgive him uh, apologize but she does <laughs> um so okay i guess he had two days that he worked 
or two different sets. But yeah, that's that's my pitch. Uh, interestingly, I think Loki kind of did what we would see for the cheating lady, the the vapid uh, uh, head of the sorority, where she would grow as a person um, by being stuck and. Loki had kind of a time loop a little bit. Um, but that would be my pitch. And I, Ooh, one person I would want to come back is whoever the tree she displaced in this one. Cause oh. she had to displace her. And can you imagine, I mean, what if this tree went to a different, went back to her universe, got stuck in the same time loop. And not only that, but her mother was already dead. Ooh, and maybe she fought her and she figured out a way to get back. So she actually thinks she got back by finding Ryan in that universe. And as things start getting worse in hers and she sees it, she's like, she is one of the f- might try to take revenge and stop the main tree that we see. And have it. Yeah. Because if, she, well, yeah, she, if had she, to, she had to have displaced hers. Yeah. But then the Ryan one, or yeah, the Ryan's roommate, right? The the guy in the beginning, right, he doesn't right. displace the current one. He just is an addition to. Yeah, so there's got to be some way where you can go to a different dimension without displacing uh, somebody. And there's got to be a way that you go with displacing somebody. Yeah, so I would say show us her perspective where she got killed a bunch. Uh, her mother was dead. And she, at the same time as our main tree goes back to her dimension. She does that. So she sees it as not our tree having fixed the issue. She sees it as herself fixing it. And when she starts seeing the issues and her Ryan says shit's going weirder. And there was a guy who tried to kill me. Um, Right? No. Oh no. That was in the main universe. But let's just say like he helps say, oh, shit's going all over again. It might be the tree that came to this universe and he helps her find them and try to stop it. So maybe yeah, so there's gotta be a way to do both because it, yeah. right right now, I mean that's kind of the way it sits is because Ryan doesn't displace somebody when it comes back, but then she obviously does because She's able to do everything without ever running into her other person, without her, and she would have. They would have started at the same place. An easy thing. All you got to do is do some like Avengers Endgame type wristband that he wears that DARPA developed. It's like after testing a hundred times with Queen B, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we have these, and you can displace, and then that that tells us why Ryan has gone there, and maybe in the course of things. Um, his tree has died. Like maybe that's a that's a big impact. Maybe that could be the big thing where tree has to fight herself and she's trying not to not to kill her, you know. But because she is with her mom, she she would know that she's taking herself away from her own mother. Yeah. Uh, and. Who knows? There are so many possibilities. And I just actually, even though it might not work for everybody, um, I just actually trust that dude had a plan for that ending before he started this film. So let's hope. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this one works more for me than matrix two or even pirates two. Um, I think those get a little too, uh, let's add, 
Well, I don't know. I don't know why. This one just hit with me more. Maybe because they're doing they're more characters than caricatures. I would say Norrington in two is a caricature because he's just like, uh, I'm drunk and uh, Jack Sparrow can easily manipulate me. Uh, unfortunately, Mr. Turner, he's right. Now I'll fight you instead of getting the heart of Davy Jones because you took my wife away. <laughs> but and then in the third one, he sacrifices himself for Elizabeth and it's hard, like, Oh, there's dynamics in his character. So maybe that's it for me. But I, I definitely see how this is just like a it's a it's a bridge. And it doesn't it's not uh nailed down to both sides of the canyon yet. <laughs> or barely nailed down to the first side. <laughs> um yeah. I don't know. It'll always be a what if for me, I guess, because I I don't have any faith that there's there's a passionate enough fan base for this to get a third one um, with nah. the same team. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Smith's one thing he can he can guarantee <laughs> a, a certain box office. It's a small box. It's much much smaller than the second film even made. But he can, he's hacked his own system <laughs> to make things safer bets, and he's connected with a with an audience personally and grown that over decades. So, and that, I don't think every director needs to, but clearly it can be a benefit. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. Um, I don't know. Clerks three so far looks like here based on uh, what, what is this based on. Nash Information Systems has collected three 3.8 million. That's good. I know he he said it a million times, but Lionsgate sold enough Jane Silent Bob reboot Blu-rays that they were like, we will pay for anything eight million or under, or something like that. And I mean, if they're gonna sell the same amount of Blu-rays, then <laughs> that'll, yeah. that'll probably be what balances out ultimately. Um but yeah, it's a bummer. I'd really, I want, I want the three. I want the two us. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think we'll get it anytime soon. Yeah, which no. makes this movie skunky. <laughs> this movie may be an edibly uh, joint. Or this movie may be skunky. <laughs> but either way, this movie is allegedly dope. <laughs> <laughs> because oh yeah <laughs> movies are dope you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make R your <laughs> now we have more back and forth and we're just uh, we're just planning ahead for my my continued dementia 